Welcome back to Behind the Mic Conversations of Hope. I am your host, Mike Stone. Listen, in past shows, we've talked quite a bit about the stories that we all have. I like to think of our lives as books that God is continually writing. We have sections, chapters, paragraphs, and sentences. Some chapters are filled with wonder and glory, while others are predominantly painful and may be filled with sorrow or challenges. Even though God's writing the story, we have a part to play in every sentence, every word, every letter of our stories. I believe that regardless of why those painful chapters exist, God can and does use those as times for us to learn. We can face those chapters in our lives knowing that God is with us and that he has a plan in the storms, or we can get frustrated, anger, bitter, and be miserable. I also believe that our stories are meant to be shared. We all have struggles and challenges in our life. By sharing our stories, we can encourage and give hope to those who are also walking through those same storms. And by doing so, it even gives purpose to the challenges that we have. Your story matters. Your story can be a testimony of how God is working in your life, even in the midst of the storm. Today's guest believes in the power of stories, too. Pastor Joe West pastored the same church in Chicago for 38 years before his son asked him to be a part of his ministry. Together, that ministry is encouraging people all around the world to share their stories of hope and encouragement. Joe's son is singer-songwriter Matthew West, and this father-son ministry is reaching tens of thousands of people through the ministry of music, prayers, and stories. So sit back and enjoy my conversation of hope with Joe West from Behind the Mic. All right. Well, I am excited today. One of my favorite artists, Dad, is joining us. I am, I'm so excited, Joe, to have you on the uh, podcast, and I'm looking forward to you sharing some great things about what you guys are doing in ministry. Thanks, Mike. It's uh, good to be on with you. Yeah, you know, we, the, the first time I met you, you probably won't remember this because you've been to so many concerts, but the first time I met you was, oh man, probably four or five years ago in, at a concert in Indiana, and my mom was with me we met you and started talking to you and I kind of walked away and she kept talking and you were telling her about your role on the tour at that point. And, and if I remember correctly, you told her that you walked through the venue before the concerts and just prayed over the seats and prayed over the people that were coming. Pretty, uh, pretty amazing because we don't see that kind of stuff as concert goers, but great to know that, that you guys do that. And I know that there's a lot of prayer involved in uh, what you guys are doing right now too. Yes. Uh, in fact, that was Matthew's heart, that um, his concerts would be more than a concert, more than entertainment, yeah. uh, but there would be ministry. Um, and uh, he called me up. I was a pastor in the Chicago area for almost 40 years. And he called me up and asked uh, if we would, my wife and I would pray about uh, coming and joining and doing ministry with him. And he said, God laid on his heart to offer prayer at every concert and to give an invitation uh, for those that 
you know, um, might not have ever had that one defining moment of yeah. asking Christ into their heart. And, and then also for uh, a prayer of renewal and uh, a new commitments uh, on the part of Christ followers. And then he said, uh, I want to offer prayer at the end of it every night. And would you come and do prayer ministry? So it all begins with the music, uh, the, the greatest music around is Christ-centered music. It's, Absolutely. Yeah. It's the only music that can change a life in three and a half minutes for eternity. That's right. And uh, he said, Dad, would you come and, and pray and also uh, develop prayer teams in every city we go? So when we go back, we'll have prayer teams, and then the local team can follow up on uh, special needs and things like that. So that that's how all the ministry started. We're going on our eighth year now. And wow. uh, Matthew had called it Population We, and we've shortened it to Pop We, uh, which was born out of a song that Matthew wrote called My Own Little World, Population Me, and he turned it to the words Population We. So it, it was Matthew's heart uh, to, you know, really go beyond the music. And uh, we were so thankful when, when he called up and shared his vision and, and his heart. And he said, I want to encourage believers. And so uh, we write, and Matthew mostly writes uh, day one devos. We have 50,000 yeah. people that are receiving those. Uh, so we want to encourage Christ followers to, uh, you know, keep going strong. I mean, uh, these are hard days. I don't need to tell you or anyone else. That's and right. we, need, we need encouragement just to keep going on and so that that's uh, was Matthew's heart and that's what we've been doing and we're so thankful for what how God has uh, worked on people's hearts yeah you know that's what I I love about Christian music I was introduced to my very first I think was Amy Grant and that was years and years ago it was one of her first albums and I realized at that time that you could actually sing contemporary music and have lyrics that really mattered that yes. that could praise Jesus that could point people to Jesus and it was kind of a novel idea for me at the time and then I moved on to Petra and and got into some of the other music and now I'm listening to Matthew West and Casting yes. Crowns and all of the stuff on K-Love and and uh and that's what I love about it is because for most of those Christian artists it's not just about being up on a stage and singing to people every night it's more than a concert it goes uh to the heart of the matter and really just the gospel yeah, And that's what I loved about, uh, I remembered meeting you for the first time in Indiana and my, my mom telling me about what all you guys do before uh, on the way home and uh, just really touched my heart. And I want to talk more about Pop Wee and some of the ministry, but I've, I've noticed that you have been hanging around on social media, you and your wife and your grandkids during quarantine quiet time. Yes, yes. Has, has that been fun or what? It looks like you guys have a ball and, and uh, such a needed kind of pressure reliever and, and uh, just kind of a time to worship. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, that's been just so uh, fulfilling. And uh, we're so thankful that God laid that on Matthew's heart, you know, yeah. during this uh, quarantine. And he said, Dad, I'm going to do some uh, quarantine quiet times at any and we did it every day we did it for yeah. almost eight weeks straight uh five days and then i took the weekends off and then matthew would do a concert on every wednesday night so we did yep. 
about 35 to 40 uh, days straight on the quarantine quiet time uh, mornings. And uh, the people, you know, just got on there and people were encouraged. And, it, yeah. you know, God knows what we need. And uh, well, we're thankful that God is using Matthew among so many ministries and artists oh, yeah. and that. And this quarantine quiet time just came at the right time and we we have had fun too and one day i told matthew I said you know what we gotta do something to just have a little laughter too because if you don't laugh we're gonna cry too much you know well and i, I wanted to bring that up too i think it was just this past saturday you got on and shared some really deep scripture, Proverbs seventeen twenty two. Do you remember what that says? Yes, yeah, a very hard do it good like a medicine, <laughs> but a broken spirit dries up the bones. So that's exactly right. Yeah. And how did that fit in? Because I think that I don't know if this is official, but I think that you've been newly crowned the king of dad jokes. Is yeah. that correct? <laughs> yeah, I think Matt Matthews had fun with the the dad jokes. You know the. Uh, the uh, good thing about the dad jokes is that they're bad jokes, but that, that's why people laugh. I, I, I was going to say, people still laugh. Yeah, even my grandchildren will moan when I'm telling them jokes. Oh, no. I go, that's the beauty of it. You that's know? right. That's uh, the right. beauty is that it still makes them laugh even, they're, even though they're so bad. That's know? right. Well, do you have one for us? you have one up your uh, sleeve? Yeah, let's see. I, I do have one. Here we go. <laughs> Did you know the first French fries weren't actually in France? They were cooked in Greece. <laughs> there you go. So, oh, uh, my. And then uh, uh, here's another one. Why do chicken coops only have two doors? Because if they had four doors, they would be a sedan. <laughs> so there you go. That's the beauty. <laughs> Uh, we'll what, stop what, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's been good, Mike, is we've had people uh, send me their jokes, you know, and uh, just have fun, have fun with that. And yeah. uh, and again, it's it's this world. It's so so many things hitting us, and we yeah. laughter is just so good for. It. Well, the Bible says it's it's uh, uh, do with good like a medicine, you yeah. know, and uh, you just. We need to, to laugh in the midst of hard times. And, of course, true laughter, true joy comes from knowing Jesus. That's and right. the Christians should be the happiest and uh, laugh a lot. I, I love to hear children laugh. And oh, yeah. just the thought of laughter, it, it does something for you. But true laughter comes from the joy of Jesus Christ. And yeah. uh, that's what we hope to spread a little yeah. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Original, some original stuff there. It had to be. Couldn't, couldn't have yeah. been around long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I tell people when they give me the, when they send me jokes, I said, if it really goes over good, I'm going to take the credit. If it's bad, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell them I got it from someone. <laughs> so. Well, I want to touch on the fact that you said 38 years in ministry. So, this is not new to you. You've been around the block a few times. Uh, you've had, you were a pastor at the same church for how long? Yes, for, for 38 years. Wow. So, and then, and then Matthew called and said, hey, Dad, we want you on the road. And so you kind of hung up your pastor hat and you, uh, actually you didn't though. You really took it on the road is what you did. So, yeah, let's, let's talk about Pop Wee. You, uh, I, I saw you just recently on this shortened tour uh, because of COVID the first night 
uh, we talked a little bit. Our, our, we were kind of sitting next to each other at booths and uh, you were telling me about Pop Wee and how it came off of the album, The Story of Your Life uh, and the song, My Own Little World from Matthew. And it was basically, if you haven't heard it, it's a, the message of uh, everything's great in my world. You know, I don't have anything to worry about. I bury my head in the sand when I don't like what I hear and it's population me. And then he's driving down the road and sees a widow in the street corner asking for help and all of a sudden realizes that, man, this world's bigger than just me. And it was population two. And then, like you said, it went to population we. Tell us about what population we is or pop we is and uh, what, the, what the purpose behind it is. Well, it, uh, it all starts with, with the music, like I mentioned, uh, yeah. the power of Christ-centered music. And uh, so it starts with the concert, and then it, uh, then it goes to offering an invitation uh, for those that have never accepted Christ or for those Christ followers that feel they need to make a new commitment or if they're going through storms. And then we offer prayer at the end of the night where we're there. Uh, we establish prayer teams all, you know, in every city we go to. And uh, we believe in the power of prayer. We have a national prayer team. Uh, during this um, uh, quarantine quiet times, we have received just uh, hundreds and hundreds of prayer requests. Also testimonies, too, and uh, great stories of God answering prayer. But just so many uh, needs that people have and um, we're not out on the concerts now but through these quarantine quiet times we have been praying for more people and have had more ministry and we're reaching out we try to follow up to those that uh, need follow-up and uh, so it just opened the doors for a lot of prayer we've had a lot of people send in about um, you know they're uh, going through depression sure um, you know along with this COVID and the uh, pandemic uh, people are still going through cancer. They're, yeah. They lost their jobs. They have prodigal yeah. children. Um, so, you know, it, it's not just the pandemic, but it's so many things. And I, I tell people that if we do have a chance to ask questions in heaven, one of my questions for the Lord, which I know we won't because we'll be caught up in praise, <laughs> but I'd like to ask them why everything comes in bunches, you know, when it yeah. rains, it pours. And wow. yeah. people have been rained on, poured on. There's tornado. We've had tornadoes in our areas. People have lost their homes. Yeah. Midland, uh, Michigan, a dam burst. 10,000 yeah. residents lost their homes. And you just say, Lord, why so much all at once? Uh, but the hope is that God answers prayer and he uses every trial, every testing. And so we want people to know that we're there to pray for them and to be encouraged. And, uh, and uh, so that's been one of the main parts of, of, of Population We or Pop We is, is offering prayer. Then we offer uh, weekly day one devos, uh, mm -hmm. which I mentioned in the beginning. We have over 50,000 people that receive those. Wow, and that's, that's been a great encouragement to the body of Christ. And yeah. we're working on more. Um, more things like that to encourage uh, people in, in their walks or receiving a, a, a great response from that. Also, we have a, a story portal. We believe in the power of story. And if people go to our website, popwe.org, uh, they can learn how to craft 
uh, share and live their story. And we're working on that more and we're working on our website, uh, uh, constantly trying to improve it to offer in, um, encouragement and ministry tools. A lot of people don't realize they have a story and they're wondering, mm -hmm. well, how do I share it? How do I tell it? So we try to assist them in that, that everybody has a story and that God will use their story. So we have a story portal and people can go on and let's say they're battling depression. Well, there's most likely a story there that yeah. someone shared that they were going through depression and God delivered them. And so they can go and uh, read that story of an individual that sent it in, or they're maybe going through a, a, a troubled marriage. You know, um, they can read someone's story. You know, there's Joe and Cheryl who were struggling in their marriage for years and God restored them. I mean, it was, they were, the devil had them down for the count yeah. and uh, the Holy Spirit touched them. They sent their story into Matthew and Matthew wrote a song called Restored. And yep. they, to this day, this couple is ministering to people so that there's power in the story. And uh, Absolutely. so they, you can also go in and send your story. We tell people, and when I'm out at every night at every concert, when people start sharing their story right away, I tell them, please send us your story. We want the world to hear it. We want people to hear it. Yeah. And the best thing you can do is share your story with those around you. And we have an audience that would love to be encouraged by your story too. So that's been another vital part uh, of, uh, of our ministry of, of Pop We. You know, that, that really uh, is, is the whole premise behind my podcast is I, I realized at some point in my life that we all have stories. And if we're not sharing those stories to encourage others, yeah. God wants to use that. Yeah. And so uh, that's, that's really the purpose of my podcast as well. So it just really, that just, uh, that ignites a fire inside me to hear that because that's, it's, it's us communicating what God's doing in our life and how God's getting us through things or around things or over things or under things, however, yeah. um, just yeah. to, just to share that with others who are going through the same thing because you're not alone. Yes, we're, we're just starting a new page on our website. We're, we're just developing it, and it's called the Share Your Blue Couch Moment. And it's Matthew yeah. on a blue couch. Yeah. And uh, Matthew's new album is called Brand New, and it has him sitting on a blue couch. And he shares his story of how when he was 13, looking for a Cubs game in our family room, he found a Billy Graham crusade instead, and he was sitting on our blue couch and his mom saw that something was taking place and asked uh, Matthew if he'd like to, to pray and what was happening. And, and wow. so Matthew made that defining moment, had that defining moment of uh, his commitment to Jesus and asking Jesus into his heart. And uh, so he on shared- On that blue couch. On that blue couch. <laughs> So now we're, we're encouraging people, share as your blue couch yeah. moment, you know, yeah. where you accepted Christ or a yeah. blue couch moment where, you know, you went through a, a transformation, a trial that transformed you and did not destroy you. And, yeah. and so there's so many different blue couch moments and that That's we're right. encouraging people to share those moments. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm a big believer in sharing your story. Uh, my kids hear that all the time, you know, 
um, growing up as a teen, it's not always easy, but I said, you know, God's got, you've got a story. God's writing a story and uh, you need to share that with your friends, you know, let them know where where you're at and and what you're going through and that God's there to help you through it because uh, so important. That's why we're all uh, built for relationship. And uh, that's one way we can encourage one another. Yes. Yes. So that's, that's in a nutshell, that's pop. We, you can go to pop. We, and find it on the internet at, is it popwee.org? Yes, you go to popwee.org, and that'll, you'll be led to different pages, different uh, ministries that we offer, and they're all free ministries and encouragements. Yeah, and that's popwee.org, just so you know. We'll have that on the the show notes as well, uh, along with anything else that we refer to. We'll make sure you guys have links and uh, connecting points on that in the show notes, so. So Joe, tell us about what it was like. Uh, let's let's talk about Matthew for a second because you are uh, you're, you're a pastor for a long time, but you're also known as Matthew West's dad. Yeah. Uh, you know he's he's pretty well known. Uh, he's got some really great stuff out there. Uh, what was it like raising Matthew? Well, it, it, he truly was a gift from God. We, uh, my wife and I, were married seven years before Matthew came. And he's our firstborn. We have three sons. Yeah. And uh, we called him Matthew because it meant gift from God, because we thought we would be adopting. And of course, you're involved in adoption ministries. That's right. uh, We thought we would be doing that. And then God sent us Matthew. And that's why we called him gift from God. And he's been a a joy along with our, um, all three of our sons. We've just been so blessed and uh, so blessed to see how God is working. All three of them do something different, but God yeah. is using them and using them to lead their families. And yeah. we're, we are just so thankful how God has chosen to use uh, Matthew and um, uh, to, to touch some, so many lives. Yeah. It's gotta be amazing. Uh, especially the first few times to go into a concert and see these arenas filled up with people and to see your son walk out on stage and sing songs and watch people sing along with him. Um, I like one of the songs, and I, I'm not good with the titles, but there's a song on his new album, Brand New, uh, that talks about how he worked all of his life to get up on the stage in front of the bright lights. And I kind of want to want to make sure yeah it is it's it's the song it's one of my favorites on the on the album we talked briefly before we started recording this that it's called looking up and you actually had a part in that you you got in the recording studio yes yes <laughs> i got to offer a prayer at the end of that song so it was an honor to be a part of it and for matthew to sing about you know using me as that he was looking up to me but realizing that i was looking up to the lord yeah. Uh, and now that he's a father with two beautiful daughters, that he wants them to look up to him, knowing that he's looking up to the Lord for strength and guidance. Yeah. yeah and, and then the third, I think it's the third verse that talks about um, him working his whole life to get in front of the bright lights on the stage. And he, he's realized now that God put him in that position not to be this big star, but that people are looking to him. Yeah, and he wants to be looking to the Lord, yeah. and that's uh, that's really the it's really the definition of an elder in the Bible is to, yeah. to be an example like Timothy and Paul, and um, so I, I love that song, and I love the fact that it has to do with the kids um, because I've got two of them that yeah. uh, 
they probably would say at this point in their life as teens that they don't look up to me, but I know that they still watch what I do. And I know it's important to set that example. So I, I really love that song. And uh, yeah, do you, do you remember the prayer that you prayed there? Yes, I, I remember um, most of it. It was all about realizing the responsibility that you have in raising your children and that when you're tempted to look to yourself or to the world, that, Lord, help me look, look up to you. I'm trying to raise my family. Lord, help me look up to you. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's the basis of that, that prayer that uh, I always need to be in the posture of looking up to the Lord for, to be the example and yeah. to be used uh, to, for my family as well as those that God puts in my life. Yeah, that, and that's really why I love the song because I, I just feel like as as believers, sometimes we fail uh, pretty miserably, you know, yeah. uh, to be an example, and that's because we're human. And um, yeah. I'm grateful that God has grace and mercy, but uh, we have to we have to realize as believers that we're His hands and His feet, and people are looking at us. Yeah. So I encourage believers that are listening right now always remember, uh, you know, when you're in a traffic jam or you're in a restaurant with a long line that's taken forever that people are looking at us and that we need yeah. to be that example. Yeah. So, well, um, and, and what you're saying about, even as a father, even as parents, you yeah. tell like, boy, you know, my kids are looking to me and I, I'm not always that example. Or you wonder, is anything getting through yeah. to my children? Yeah. Have they heard anything? You know, yeah. my Matthew and his two brothers, Joel and, Adam, you know, heard a thousand sermons that I've I'm sure. and everything, and I've wondered, they're sitting in the front row and wondering if they're getting anything out of it. Now, fast forward, and Matthew is used to minister and share stories, and he'll share stories of, of his childhood or yeah. something I said or something yeah. I did, and you, you didn't even know that that was having an impact. And, That's uh, right. One example... Um, as a pastor, we would bring in this group called Teen Challenge, and this happened to be a yeah. group from Chicago. They're a group of men. This was a men's center, and it was a Christ-based drug addiction program. And that was another thing that Matthew, God laid on Matthew's heart besides praying at the concerts and praying for people and encouraging uh, them and then uh, having a national prayer team. But to reach out to all these Christ-based addiction programs and pay for their tickets and bring them as our guests to our concerts. Wow. Because we know that there's so much power in Christ-centered music um, for people that are struggling and for everyone, but especially for those in addictions. And so we'd bring them twice a year and Matthew would sit on the front row of his dad's church uh, with his brothers and, uh, Fast forward it, he said, Dad, remember when you invited those guys and they shared their story? No offense to your sermons, but those were the best services we had. I want to <laughs> bring these guys to our concert so the Lord can minister to wow. them and touch them. But here was a young kid that I was thinking nothing was getting through. That's right. Because we brought Teen Challenge in and these guys shared what Jesus did and how he set them free from drugs and alcohol and whatever. Uh, that stuck in the heart of a young kid, and now here he is. And eight years later, we've had several thousand teen challenge guys and gals and teenagers and their parents and staff 
at our concerts and we try to also sponsor students too and yeah. do what we can to see many come to Christ and be set free. And they say that during this pandemic, people are resorting uh, you know, to alcohol and right. to drugs and, and depression and some have suicidal tendencies. And so we know that there is, an, there is hope out there to those that are, uh, are you know, trying to, to make it and yet they feel like they have to turn to the things of the world, but there's hope in, in Christ. And we've seen a lot of people share their story and, and how Christ Center Music helped through tough times of battling drugs, alcohol, and different things. So. Yeah, actually, the album we were referring to uh, where Pop Week kind of came from, uh, the story of your life, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that was when uh, Matthew kind of holed up in a cabin with, with letters and uh, just took some time out of his busy schedule and just got with the letters and with the Lord and just really, uh, that's kind of that's for us on the outside looking into that, that was kind of the, uh, the part of Matthew West where the stories really came alive. Yes, yes. And, uh, and again, that's just, it just thrills me because um, everybody's got a story and uh, mm-hmm. you didn't know. Uh, your dad standing up on the platform every Sunday preaching, but uh, it, it took a guy who had a story that he shared that really sunk in. And uh, like you said, how many years later now he's, he's wanting to, uh, to, to have people share stories and, and, yeah. and, and give back. And that's, that's amazing. So there's hope for my kids. Is that what yeah. you're saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's for sure. I've got great kids. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? I know you have uh, you have the the pop wheel, and you're you're connected with Teen Challenge, and you do a lot of work there, um, and you have the uh, devotions and all the prayer stuff going on. I mean that that's uh, that keeps you busy. Yes, yes, yeah. it does. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to touch on, Joe, uh, about what's going on? Or I know you guys are looking at fall tours again. Hopefully, we'll get those back and. Um, uh, I think the end of September, I saw on Matthew's website that uh, you guys are planning. Yes, yes we're, we were hoping sooner than that. But yeah. uh, there is just, uh, there's nothing like a, a Christ-centered concert and yeah. that has a goal to minister, you know, again, more than entertainment. And to be a part of that and to be there and see how the Holy Spirit mm. just ministers and touches and then people will come to the table and we'll get to pray with them and we'll get to hear some awesome stories and we'll get to hear some people that are really walking through some dark valleys too. But God brought them there that night. And, uh, you know, sometimes we'll talk, Matthew and I, and we'll uh, talk and, and he'll mention, you know, what if Billy Graham never gave that invitation, mm. that 13 year old boy sitting on a blue couch, you know, that's right. um, and that's the way he feels that we can have the lights and it's fun. The concerts are awesome and entertaining, yeah. but without the next step, you know, giving an invitation, sharing the power of Jesus Christ to save, to heal, to answer prayer, to, to uh, meet every need that's there. Uh, and then to get to pray with people. And, and a lot of people will come out and uh, they'll say words that we love to hear. And that is, boy, we got more than what we came for. Mm, yeah. You know, we got more than what we expected. It was more than a concert. And yeah. uh, so that's what thrills me more than anything. And I get to be a part of it. My concern, 
uh, retiring from pastoring, but not the ministry, was that I would be a part of of ministry uh, to reach the lost as well as encourage the body of Christ. And the Lord opened the door to uh, yeah. put me a, alongside my son and um, and his team, and it's uh, it's been so uh, rewarding, uh, you know. And we we know that whatever we do for the Lord. The devil doesn't like it. And we always try to encourage the body of Christ when they're going through trials that, hey, God doesn't like, or the devil doesn't like what anyone does if they stand up for Jesus, no matter what you do. You don't have to be a, a, a Christian rock star. Or you don't have That's to right. be a pastor. If what you do and how you affect people in your world, uh, the devil doesn't like it. So he's going to come at you, but the rewards are so tremendous. And, uh, we're just so thankful for what the Lord, Lord is doing. Yeah. You know, I sat next to you that first, uh, the first night of this past spring tour that got cut short. Um, and, and it was during the concert, people were coming out to the booth during the concert and they were, I, I didn't hear what they were saying, but I was close and I, and I, I watched you, just huddle around them. It was before COVID, you know, of, of course, and and huddle around them and listen to their stories. And uh, I, I got some pictures of you with a few families um, and just how right there in the middle of the concourse in this huge arena that you were just listening to stories and praying with people and, uh, you know, giving them hope through, through Christ. And uh, that was such an encouragement to me because that's again, that's what this is all about. Uh, I love the concerts. And if you've never been to a Christian concert, man, you got to go, you got to check one out because like you said, you go and, and even me at times uh, with this being a part of what I do in my job, I go and I'm, it's just a, it's just a show. It's just a part of my job. And you get there and you walk into the arena during the concert and you see people lifting hands and you can just sense the Holy Spirit moving. And there's nothing like it uh, when you're with 10 or 20,000 people uh, praising the Lord. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. We, uh, we, we are definitely praying for you guys and hoping you can get back on that bus again soon and, wow. and get out there and do what you do. Uh, I, I appreciate that, Mike. I, I want to say one quick uh, thing, too. Yeah, sure. Too. What we love to see at the concerts is the demographics are from 1 to 100. We have little children, families, babies, yeah. you know, teenagers, uh, singles, married, uh, senior citizens, and that's the power of Christ Center music too. It's and uh, Matthew, God is using Matthew and a lot of artists to reach many demographics. And what I love, uh, one of the blessings I get out of a concert when I see parents with their children, mm, yeah. with their, and at a young age they're putting Jesus in their hearts through Christ Center music, and. Uh, I, we have no idea the power of that, you know, and I tell parents, keep up the good work. You're doing a great job because that's, we took Matthew and Joel and Adam when they were young, very young to every concert we could. And to this day, they all three say that those concerts impacted their lives. And Matthew said, dad, when you took me to Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith and DC talk and, yeah. and that, uh, they had an impact on my life. And uh, so I tell people, you know, not only will you build up your spiritual life, it's going to like going to church and worship. You That's need right. that. You yeah. need that as an individual. You need that as a family. You need that as a husband and wife. Yeah. And concerts do that also. They And they do something for husbands, wives, moms and dads, 
children, singles, whatever stage they are in their life. And God does something and people go out like, hey, and, and if they go out with just a little lighter burden, we're, we're so thankful. And that's what God does. And uh, we're thankful for it. So, and I'm glad I had a chance to share with you today. So. Absolutely, Joe. I I, uh, I hope we can do this again, and maybe sometime even get Matthew on. I'd love to have both of you on sometime. Okay. Yeah. Um, as as father and son, but um, yeah, I I I do have to say uh, again, I leave concerts uh, as part of my job, and and I it does something to your soul. It just lifts you up. It inspires you, and I'm always encouraged to to take another step closer to the Lord. Um, it it just kind of helps you to just step down off of whatever you're going through and, and look at what really matters. And so um, thank you guys for what you do. Uh, I'm grateful for you taking your time. I know we, we've, we've talked about several things that you guys are involved in and it doesn't stop because concerts stop and I'm grateful for pop. We, and all you guys are doing there. Um, Joe, I, I appreciate your ministry and uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that you retired from pastoring because uh, God continues to use you in a great way. And, uh, I wanted to, wanted to know if you would uh, close and pray for uh, our listeners and just uh, just our world right now. Yes, I, I'd be glad to. Thanks, awesome, Mike. Lord. We uh, we do thank you that you're our hope, and we're living in a world that needs hope desperately. Tonight, Lord, our country is in upheaval, and they need the hope of Jesus Christ. And we pray, God, for many that will lives will be changed there are a lot of things that people have depended on that have been taken away during this pandemic people have lost their jobs their health their loved ones and jesus may it bring us to look to you instead of ourselves or instead of the world for our needs you're the only hope looking to you jesus is the answer so we pray that many will turn to you during this time thank you jesus that you're our hope now and forever and we're going to praise you use us until you come for us jesus continue to bless mike and his ministry and the adoptions and and god we just thank you now jesus that you're going to work through the storm we're going through right now in this pandemic and in this upheaval that the country is going through and in jesus name uh, just the uh conflict the unrest the racial uh turmoil Jesus, you're the answer and our hope. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Mike. Well, I want to thank Joe West for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation as much as I did. If you did, would you please take a moment to rate us on Apple Podcasts and consider leaving a review? That will help us to grow this ministry and share more conversations of hope with those who need encouragement on their journey. Also, be sure to visit BehindTheMic.net where you can listen to our podcast, check out photos and other things. And also, be sure to click that subscribe button on your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. Well, next week, we welcome Darren Hughes to the show. Darren is a production and stage manager for the Grammy-winning contemporary Christian band Casting Crowns. Darren has quite a story of how God led him down a road with lots of twists and turns, but Ultimately, because of his obedience, it saved Darren's life. You don't want to miss Darren's story. Thanks again for joining us this week. And remember, if your life is grounded in Jesus, even in the darkest times, there is hope.